welcome to episode 10, how to have a guilt-free festive season and still crush your goals. And the emphasis on your goals is there because that's the whole notion of this episode is that we must focus on what we want and do what's best for us in that moment, okay, or for that festive period, aka Christmas. Now, this episode and podcast came around, uh, this podcast episode, because this time of the year and even, you know, for the last month, you start seeing coaches and ex-bikini competitors who are now coaches and bodybuilding coaches and, and gen pop coaches and all these sort of different people in the coaching space and the health and fitness space from all different walks of life start to view, uh, start to put their opinion and their experiences and the, the stuff that they believe in out into the internet. <clears throat> and for the most part, a lot of the information is absolutely fantastic and what a world we live in to have such great access to things like this podcast and listening to all of our favorite coaches giving their best information that they know, okay? And the thing with that is that what you'll find is sometimes people will uh, promote and uh, encourage something that they're believing in, which could also be a complete, complete 180 from what they've done in the past. And what I mean by that is I've seen it time and time again, someone will promote that over Christmas you shouldn't track, don't track at all. Um, it's a time for drinking and socializing and having fun and if you're tracking, it's obsessive and that it's a time to just let your hair out and just do whatever you want, okay? Meanwhile, that same person was someone who used to do, say, bodybuilding shows where tracking was critical and really important or they were an ex-bikini uh, competitor and they would track for 10 months out of the year every year for five years straight. So, but now the person is maybe promoting, you know, a more flexible lifestyle and like, you know, you shouldn't track because it's bad. And, and when I say track, I mean like tracking your macros and calories and training and, you know, maybe your step count. And it's, it's because, because polarization gets more clicks and attention, coaches and health people often swing from one way to the other to suit their agenda or whatever they start believing in more so with their own approach. And the thing with this is it doesn't have to be one or the other and it doesn't have to be good or bad. <clears throat> Excuse me. And it's, I think, the, the gen pop clientele and people who are listening to everyone or listening to the health coach space is they don't know what to believe or what to listen to because one minute their, their idol, their coach, is saying that, you know, you should be tracking and then all of a sudden it's a festive period, don't track. If you do, it's, it's not healthy it's, and it's obsessive and all this and that. When that same person was like perhaps tracking for most of their adult life through their 20s or whatever their, their age is and that was to serve their goals. So by tracking with their goals, that helped get over the line and win competitions and they, you know, they, they had all these achievements. So I'm here today to give you a different perspective that I think is great to use for yourself and it's one that we tell all of our clients and it's one that I go by personally. So with our clients, right, I, my overall approach is that you need to do what's best for you during that period of time, 
okay? You're not a dickhead if you decide to track and you're also not a lazy piece of shit if you just have more of a social festive period and track a bit less and maybe train a bit less. Neither is wrong or right, but it's whatever suits you and your preferences that are bringing the most happiness and fulfillment during that time. And I'll give you an example what these could be or what it is or what it means exactly. So some of our clients in the last three to four or five months of this year, they've been on weight loss journeys and they've done really well. Okay, they've lost 10, 12, 13, 14 kilos up in that sort of higher bracket for that time period. And they've got some incredible momentum heading into uh, Christmas and the end of December and into the new year. And they're doing really, really well. They're tracking somewhat each week. They're tracking their training, their macros and calories and their step count or their their non-exercise activity. And they're doing really well, all right? And they got a bit nervous and a bit anxious around this festive period that that was approaching. And they asked me, like, how should they approach it? And I said, look, you have two options. You have one. You keep tracking quite closely across that period, which might be two to three, maybe four weeks. If if you're a real party animal, you want to keep going over the whole December period into January. But I said, you can track somewhat for the most part, and you'll probably come out into the middle of Jan in a similar position, or you'll keep achieving your goals. Now, for those people who have lost 10, 12, 13 kilos, who have maybe 20 or 30 kilos of weight to lose, I'd probably recommend that for them. Okay, it isn't their last Christmas that they have the chance to, you know, overindulge for two weeks straight, and um, they it's, it's their last time, you know, socialising in that manner and drinking and, and eating all the good food. It's not like that. There's a very high chance, based on all the factors considered, that they'll be here next Christmas as well. Um, however, if they can keep momentum up leading into the new year, they may approach the middle of the year being. 20 odd kilos down and then by the end of the year next year be another 25 total kilos down so their net loss for the entire 18 month period could be about 30 odd kilos which is fantastic and it's a life-changing event a transformation and journey like that where someone can possibly lose so much weight or or get their life back on track with their health it's transformative and it's life-changing do i think that you should scrap that just to fit in in a social setting for a two, three-week period where you have to drink all the, all the drinks at your work dinner or your work Christmas breakup or your family events and you, know, you feel you can't say no. No, I don't think it's worth it. I think that if you choose to continue tracking and it serves your goals and brings you fulfillment, it's one Christmas out of how many that you, you're a bit more strict than normal compared to your last 10 or 20 And it could be that those sort of behaviors for the last 10 to 15, who knows, 20 Christmases for that person, those behaviors and actions around the festive season and the rest of the year was the very reason why they're now 30 kilos overweight. So having one Christmas off and knuckling down and going hard isn't going to kill you. It's just not, okay? And if that suits you and your goals and makes you happy coming into January, look, I don't know how many people enter January and February, there's a reason why the PT business is busy in Feb. And that's because people go through Christmas and January having a great time, which I'm all for, but there's a reason why they come back in Feb and saying, oh, I'm not really happy with how I'm looking right now. I need to make a change, okay? 
there's a reason for it because people do overindulge and have a really good time for a few weeks or more and they end up in being in a position where they aren't happy with their health or their weight or how they look and want to make a change. Okay, so on the other hand, if you're someone who's had a great year, you've achieved most of your health and fitness goals and you're just in a great position and you want to have more relaxed time, eat more food, not track, maybe not train as much, there's nothing wrong with that either. I'm all for it. But don't feel that you have to do one way or the other because someone else is telling you to. You've always got both options and it's whatever one you're most happy going with and whatever one you're happy to deal with the consequences of. As an example, going to family events or friends and social events, if you say no to having alcohol and all the bad food, people will probably make some comments, they'll make a joke, they'll say you're on your health kick again, well, you know what, who gives a fuck, don't worry about it, okay? In six months' time, you'll be in a better place for it and you'll thank yourself and you'll have that self-respect for yourself that you were able to put your foot down, make a change and get better over that time. It's usually a hard time to say no in those settings, all right? But again, like I just said before, if you have done well through the year and you're happy to have a slight break, you might come out of it in a similar position with your body. You might not make a lot of progress, but if you can have progress in a social aspect and have great family time and see your loved ones, I'm all for it as well. So don't feel like you have to do one or the other. You can do both, um, but sometimes letting that time with the festive period go on too long can be a detriment to your goals. And if you had great momentum to start with, sometimes going with it is just a better thing as well. Okay, and I'll use my own personal example, <clears throat> which is a reason that I'm totally happy and okay with. And my personal reasons for doing it, I, I don't have to explain myself to anyone because it's what I want to do that suits me for my goals and my life and my health. So I'm getting ready for a surgery tomorrow. Uh, it's a bilateral inguinal hernia surgery, got two small hernias on my lower stomach and I'm getting them patched up tomorrow a few days before Christmas. Now, I am not going to probably overindulge over the next one to two weeks and opt for the, you know, the extra sweets and I won't be drinking, but I'm, I'm choosing to do that because my training will be affected for the next six weeks at least, okay? And in saying that, I've also been mindful leading up to this event because I don't want to I don't want to gain a heap of weight and come back and just use it as an excuse. Like I want to make active choices and be proactive about it beforehand and afterwards because I'm aware that I can change the outcome of what would happen post-surgery. I don't want to just overindulge when I know that I can do it you know, in Feb or I can do it next Christmas or I can do it at Easter. I don't have to do it this time. And for me personally, coming out of it in a better health spot. When I say coming out of it, I mean like say the end of January after my recovery period. Once I've come out of it, I would rather know that I'm you know, a similar weight, similar health level, um, you know, main, maintaining as much muscle as possible. So I'm not going to under-eat, but I'm not going to also completely overindulge either to the point where my body takes a hit and all of a sudden I'm not living the way that I want to live even prior to having surgery. So for me... Some people would say, oh, you're being, you know, you're too obsessed or it's not healthy. Bullshit, it is healthy. Like, you can navigate the situation however best you like to suit you and your goals for whatever brings the most fulfillment. And that's an example of how I'll be navigating my festive period. 
But if you're someone who wants to navigate it in a more loose way and you know, eat extra food and be more merry and have a great time socially, I'm all for it and I, and I wish you the absolute best in that time. But if you're on the other hand, someone like myself who is facing some goals that you wanna try and hit, I urge you to go hard on those goals, fully commit, and I think you'll come out of that period being quite uh, happy and chuffed that you've done it, okay? That's all for me today. Um, I hope you enjoyed the episode and have a great Christmas, everyone. And I will probably be back on here in early 2024.